Um, when it comes to subject two, you might want to find a wholesaler, right? And and have the wholesaler, you know, find a property that's let's say uh, about to go on foreclosure or um, they're behind on payments some kind of way. If that's the case, you could come through and say, hey, let me catch you up on these back payments. And in return, after you do that, they'll sign you over the deed if they agree to sign you over the deed. But as far as the loan, you're not assuming the loan. The loan is going to stay in their name. Perfect. Perfect. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Jamel Gibbs. Welcome to another podcast episode. This is the Business and Investing Podcast. We're going to talk about buying and holding real estate and the importance of doing it early in your real estate investing business. Now, I, I know on this show, we talk a lot about wholesaling and different ventures in real estate. But truth be told, at the end of the day, you have to build passive income in your real estate business in order to build true wealth. If you're not building income, that passive income early enough, you, you can literally set yourself back years. It happened to me. And that's the reason why I'm saying that. I started off in this business as a, uh, we used to buy, fix, and then uh, rehab and refinance. They call it the Burr strategy today, right? So when I first started between 2002 to 2007, that's all I was doing. The problem was I was letting go of every single property that I came across rather than holding on to more properties. So then, you know, when the market tanked, I smartened up and I started holding on to more properties and building that real wealth. At the end of the day, wholesaling is a high paying job. You heard me say it before. And, you know, although you can make a lot of money with wholesaling, you'll never build real wealth with wholesaling real estate. So at the end of the day, you need to hold on to properties uh, the same way you need to wholesale properties for cash. To me, wholesaling is a means to an end. It allows you to build the capital that you need in your business to be able to buy and hold more properties, which is where the real wealth comes in. And we talk about generational wealth, stuff that you could pass down to your family, your kids, uh, you know, other people that you're looking to take, take care of. So today, our special guest, he's been investing for a few years now. And I wanted to get him on the line to talk about how he's buying and holding properties. We're going to provide you with a step-by-step -step process on how you can do that as well. And uh, more important than anything, at the end of the day, you need to take action with this information. Information is great, but if you don't apply the information, then you're never going to get the results that you want in your business. Asan Guyton, what's going on? Peace, King. Peace. What's the word? Doing good, man. How are you? Everything good, man. I just had to uh, jump in here, too. I want to let you know. It's got something going on in uh, Lagos, Nigeria, as well. But uh, I primarily focus in the Midwest. Perfect, man. So you're doing everything virtually. So you're not even... So you're buying and holding virtually at this... Some of them I go see. You know what I mean? Early on in the business, I was going, like, uh, early 2018 and uh, 19, I was going out to Milwaukee a lot and seeing them physically. But uh, once I got the gist of how everything go when I got my feet wet... This house is I bought that I don't even see. You know what I'm saying? Like once I get the inspection back and I, you know how it go. I look through the inspection. Yeah. I see the bills. I go through the detailed paperwork. And once the numbers is right and all that, I pull a trigger. Gotcha. You know gotcha, saying? man. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, man? And then we'll jump into the, into the meat. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. I'm a son guy in, uh, you know, born and raised in Jersey. You know what I mean? I've been in Jersey all my life uh, until I came out here to Vegas almost three years ago. And, um, you know, real estate was something I always was trying to get into for years. I would always just, I was a student of the game first. You know what I'm saying? I was learning about 
wholesaling, learned about fix and flip. And uh, once I came across buy and hold, I knew instantly, like, yo, this is for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, people was telling me, like, nah, you're not going to be able to do it. You want to do this first so you can build capital. You want to do this first so you can get your money right. And um, I, I refused to do that. I just came up with some different strategies. So I'm a primarily based uh, buy and hold investor. And, um, yeah, I specialize in long, you know, long distance uh, investing. Gotcha, man. So, you know, like we said, you're in Vegas, but you don't actually invest in Vegas. Everything is done. At all. At all. It's too expensive for me, honestly, when it comes to, from a buy and hold aspect. Now, mm-hmm. primary residence uh, is a cool market, but um, if I'm going to make some money, now, nah, not the money that I look to make each month, which is at least $500 roughly in profit, I wouldn't make that out here. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Yeah. So how many units did you buy over the last, you know, few years? Uh, I want to say the last 28 to 30 months, um, we talking early 2018, around Mayish. I have a total of 65 units right now. 65 and I, units. And that's, we talking, what is that? That's less than three. That's almost three years. Yeah. Almost three years. I kind of got it. I got it jumping, man. And, um, and we could definitely get into that too. I, I, I believe in creative financing. So I kind of, once I learned the game and got my feet wet, I got busy. So everybody that was telling me, you're not going to be able to do that so fast. You could buy maybe a house every six months. Nah, nah, I didn't, I didn't listen to that. Gotcha. Gotcha, man. So let me ask you this. You know, obviously, Mm -hmm. you know, you you would consider yourself to be relatively new, but at this point, you're experienced in the business. Was it an easy transition to get into the real estate business for you? Um, No, no, it wasn't easy, man. It definitely wasn't easy. I did make some mistakes earlier on. I mean, probably like, you know, like us all. And um, once after I learned the mistakes I learned, that's when I started getting better and better. Just, you know, with anything, you know, came growth. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, at one time, I was trying to wear too many hats. I was trying to play maintenance man. I was trying to play the sheriff eviction guy. I was trying to play property manager. Yeah. I was trying to play. I didn't know that I just had to hire a team and get them in position. I didn't I didn't understand how systems work at the time. And then I became a professional at hiring professionals. You know what I'm saying? So I, um, you know, I started putting some systems in place for those things. And that allowed me to be able to just handle my business and not work day to day on my business. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely, man. We was just talking about some of the uh, processes and procedures that I have in place for my business as well, man. We were talking about the Monday through Friday uh, weekly schedule, man. So that's a beautiful thing when you have when you have everything systemized, you have everything mm-hmm. in place. You know, it makes life easier. It makes investing a lot easier for you, too. Right. Absolutely. And you mentioned you mentioned something about mindset and, you know, just kind of uh, making that mental shift. What type mm-hmm. of mental shift did it take for you to be able to get 65 units starting from zero? Um, just be- for one, believing in myself, realizing like um, just because everybody tell you, you know, the old fashioned way, you know, save up some money and buy one house every six months and then you could slowly quit your job. So right. I wanted to do more research. Like, nah, if I do that, I'll take forever. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So um, I started doing a lot of research and I just learned different ways like business credit and how to leverage business credit to buy in property and how to buy in bulk. And, um, how, and sometimes how to buy more houses than one per deal. Like, um, I'm sure you know about it, but this something called a blanket loan. Yeah. I used a my first deal and I bought four houses at one time. You know what I'm saying? And it allowed me, for those who don't know, um, a blanket loan allows you to buy multiple properties at right. one time, own all the mortgages into one payment. Right. So I had one of my first joint. I had four houses, 25000 a piece. And um, all I did was put 20000 down using my business credit card. I liquidated that. And that was closing costs. That was, you know, all the expenses tied into it. And I had a $600 mortgage. You know what I'm saying? But yet my rent roll was over 5000 a month. You know what did I'm saying? So, any, did you have to put any work into them properties at all? 
None. I'm talking about one property was a duplex. All I did was change the back bus and then on the back porch, I changed the lights. That, you know what I mean? But I, I know every property isn't going to be like that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Property for me definitely wasn't. But I mean, on that one, it was a home run. So, you know, sometimes we do come across those special deals. It was an older couple trying to move to Miami. So they was like, you know, they want to sell their whole portfolio, which was right. before. How, you know what I'm saying? So pause so, for a second. Pause. So you say, I, I don't know if anybody caught that. Right. I caught it, though. You mentioned right. you had, number one, you used a portfolio loan, a blanket loan. Same thing, mm -hmm. right? Um, right? You already described what a portfolio loan was, a blanket mm -hmm. loan, same same exact concept, right? Mm -hmm. But you mentioned that you had business credit mm -hmm. and you used $20,000 off of your business credit card in mm -hmm. order to be able to put down on a property to be able to Absolutely. acquire $100,000 in assets. Absolutely. And, and off that business credit card, my payback each month was only $150. So, you know, what we do is we take that expense and we add that to the expenses that's already with the mortgage, the water bills, uh, the, the taxes, the uh, insurance, et cetera, et cetera. And my whole overall expenses a month was only $1,200. Mind you, I'm bringing over five grand a month on that deal. Yeah. So it's like, so what's $150 in that case? You know what I mean? So, so did you have to have good credit? And, and this is, you know, I, I know the answer to this, but did you have to have good credit to get your business credit going? Absolutely. Your, your personal credit profile is extremely important in building business credit. Now, a lot of people is going to tell your, uh, other guys, yo, man, you got to get the U-lines. You got to get the net 30s. Me, I can only tell you me personally, mm -hmm. I've never done it. And I'm, I, I can't speak for nobody else. Maybe that's worked for them. But for me, I've never built business credit. I built my personal profile to get business credit. And then I leveraged that to buy property. Got you. Know you. Got you, man. So what were some of the obstacles that you faced uh, getting started in the real estate business? Um, I would say when it, for me, it was a long distance investing. So um, Milwaukee is a, is a small town. I love Milwaukee, right? But I don't have no family there. I didn't have no friends. I didn't know nobody on the face of that earth, right? How, how from, did you even how did you even find out about Milwaukee then? Good question. Okay, so my man, when I first moved to, uh, out here in Vegas, um, I got with a guy by the name of Will Roundtree. That's who, my man. Know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He kind of took me under the wing. And, you know, that's where he's actually originally from. So his team, along with him, kind of took me under the wing and just showed me like, yo, you got to learn how to buy right. You don't want to always just buy in your market if your market don't make sense. Right. And for me, from Jersey and living in Vegas, neither one made sense from a buy and hold aspect. So that's why I started taking a look at Milwaukee. Now, after that, he just kind of, you know, let me go do my thing. But when I got out there, I had to start, you know, mixing up with people. And I started meeting some great people out there that kind of just, you know, I boom, my man do this, I do that, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, that's how, you know, you start, you know, making connections and all that. Absolutely, man. Will, I had him on a podcast last year, man. One of my original guests. I'm going to link okay. it up at the top for everybody to be able to check out that, uh, that podcast episode as well. That's what's up. So if we, had, if we had to give our listeners a three to five step process to get started, going from A to Z, starting mm -hmm. from where they are right now to ending up buying their first rental property, what would be your advice? Um, okay, so first thing I would say is um, you want to find the capital. You want to find the money, right? Because you don't want to go into the game and um, start looking for property. And then the first thing your wholesaler or your, or your agent says, oh, well, you don't even have the money for this property, et cetera. So I would say make sure your personal finance is in order. Um, it doesn't have to be liquid, though. It doesn't have to be liquid, um, again, with the business credit, if you already have that on deck. Or um, we didn't speak on this yet, but I got a lot of properties using subject, too. I'm sure you know what that is. But for your listeners, that's also a dope, creative way to jump into the game as well, if you don't have a whole bunch of money. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I would say 
you're going to go from one to three, I would say um, make sure your, your personal profile is right, man, your personal credit profile, and make sure you, um, you, you have a way to have access to capital. It doesn't have to be your capital. It could be the bank's capital, but just have access to it and then learn how to analyze deals. You want to buy right. You don't want to buy something just to say I'm a quote unquote real estate investor and you, you're not making no kind of money each month when your ROI come back. So just learn how to buy right. I love Milwaukee because I looked in a whole United States and there's nowhere else I can buy a house for $30,000 and rent it out for $1,400 a month. Yeah. You know that. You know what I mean? So don't profits at that point is like ridiculous. So yeah. Um, yeah, you got me wanna you got me wanna look at Milwaukee now, man. Oh, man. <laughs> but love it, but love it, man. You will love it. So um, yeah, I, I would say I would say that, and um, you learn how to buy right, and um, just pull the trigger. Do the homework first, but definitely pull the trigger once you you got your system right. You know what so I mean? are you buying single families only, or are you buying multi units as well? I actually mix it up, man. I got a lot of single families. I got a couple duplexes. I have commercial as well. And I recently did a syndication out in uh, Lagos, Nigeria. So we bought two twenty unit villages. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just I'm just getting busy, man. I'm trying to get it however I can, man. So you bought as- you bought property in Africa? Yeah, man. Lagos, Nigeria. That's Absolutely, what's up, man. Yeah, and That's that was a beautiful a ca- thing, man. Yeah, that was a syndication. That was a syndication, man. A few of my partners did. So that That's worked out. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so step number one is to get the funding together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously, you know, you, you got to have decent credit using this particular method. Or can you you mentioned you could do it through subject two as well. Right. Yes, indeed. Creative, so, creative um, ways to buy. Right. Absolutely. And with subject two, man, honestly, you don't have to have the best credit. You don't have to like none of that's going to go on your personal name. I know you know how this works. But for yeah. your listeners, um, when it comes to subject two, you might want to find a wholesaler, right? And and have the wholesaler, you know, find a property that's, let's say, uh, about to go on foreclosure or um, they're behind on payments some kind of way. If that's the case, you could come through and say, hey, let me catch you up on these back payments. And in return, after you do that, they'll sign you over the deed if they agree to sign you over the deed. But as far as the loan, you're not assuming the loan. The loan is going to stay in their name. Right. So that's a actually acquire property without even spending too much. You might could give them a thousand or two thousand just to get them on their way, help them get to the next location. You know what I'm saying? If you guys work that out. But essentially it won't be like how much you would spend on trying to buy, you know, a regular investment property when it comes to 20% down. Right. So how many units would you say you picked up through subject two only? Roughly I did six subject two deals. Six? Yeah, six. Got yeah. It. I wanted but you know they not you're not gonna find them every day. You know, you gotta really, you know, spend time looking. And I don't, I don't do the cold calling myself. I got a team that, you know, that do all that. But, yeah, I want to get into more. I was sure. going to ask you, man, how, how are you finding your deals right now? Well, when it comes to uh, the subject tools and regular, um, you know, investment properties as well, I go to a lot of wholesalers because I like to get the off, off-market joints. But lately, I've been getting a few realtors that's been trying to find me off-market deals as well. You know, the ones that's real savvy with it and been in the game for a minute, they, you know, they can do that as well. Yeah. You know, it's funny, man, because I, I always tell people, again, wholesaling is great. But once you have access to the money, you can get mm-hmm. as many deals as you want. It opens up the floodgates for you, right? Oh, once you Every- got access to the money, finding mm-hmm. deals is the easy part. Absolutely. Right? That's what I tell people, man, listen, get, a, get business credit cards, man. Get yourself funded because at the end of the day, even if you're not spending it, you could put it in a drawer. But whenever you find that deal or come across that right deal on the desk, the numbers make sense. You got you got access to pull a trigger because you got the capital already there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You don't find a deal and then now you got to find the capital. That almost never works. You know what I'm saying? So just Absolutely. find it first. So once you have access to the capital, uh, you mentioned learning how to 
uh, do your homework on uh, the properties itself. What is that? Absolutely. What does that consist of? So you want to find out um, first. You you want to run a deed as well. You want to make sure there's no uh, holes on the title. You know, no um, no no liens, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, once you get to that point, but before you even get to that point, you want to do an inspection on the property. You want to make sure it's straight. You know what I'm saying? Um, you want to make sure there's no problems. What do you want to make sure the roof and all that good? Because you you could get a property and then it could be a million problems. And now you're like, well, damn, I didn't went through all this work. But before yeah. I even, yeah, I'm kind of going to reverse. But before I even get to there, the first thing I'm doing is running the numbers. I got to run the numbers. And a quick analysis of how I run the numbers, I take the price of the property and I say, depending on how I'm going to acquire this property, if I'm going to put 20% down or not, um, I, I add that cost in and then I add the cost. Okay, I know if I'm going to put 20% down, if this house is 50000 I know that's going to be like, uh, I think like 8000 down or something like that. I know my mortgage payments to be et cetera, et cetera. I take that. I take how much the water bill is going to be. I take consideration of tax. I go online and find a tax assessment, see what that's going to be. Um, I just break down all the numbers. I call my insurance company. Hey, um, just I'm going to do a quick quote. If I get this property or such and such, how much is my insurance going to be each month? Once I get all these numbers, then I know if it makes sense to pull a trigger or not. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Now, are you right. using the 1% or 1.5% rule? Let's, let's say a property is $100,000 and you rent it for 1000 to 1500 Do you use that as well? Uh, sometimes, and then sometimes, like, I, what I do for each unit of mine, I try to shoot for $500 profit each month. Got you. That's the first thing I go for. If I could get at least 500 I, I usually pull the trigger. You know what I'm saying? So, but, of course, you know, that depends on how much the property is itself as well. You know yeah. what I'm saying? All of that then. So. Now, there's one market I'm going to match with Milwaukee. I used to live there. It was called Redding, Pennsylvania. You could buy a house for twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 and rent it for $1,000, $1,200 a month right now. Killing really? Right? I bought a couple of hundred rentals out there before I oh. left. So that's oh. how I know. <laughs> wow. You know what? I hear a lot about PA too. So I know you're right because I'm always hearing about PA. I just yeah. never ran enough. Yeah, but that's what's up. I'm going to check that out too. Yeah. Allentown is a good market, but it's not as, you know, it's not Redding. Redding is, you know, a place where you could buy cheap houses and still get high rents because you got really? a bunch of New Yorkers moving in and, mm -hmm. you know, they, they, they starting to raise the rents up. And it, because they see that the properties are so cheap and it's a right. good town, you know what I mean? So definitely a good okay. area. So once Absolutely. you do your homework, what, what would be the next step? Well, once I do my homework, man, um, I, I probably, I'll, I'll call my wholesaler. And if they, if they let me know that, yo, man, this is the, the best deal, whatever the case may be, I do my analyzation and do my inspection after the inspection. Um, I either call a bank up, depending on how I'm going to do the deal. I'll call my bank up and let them know, hey, man, I got a good one. First thing they're going to say, okay, send me over all of it. You know, they want to see the rent roll. They want to see what the property doing. They want to see if it makes sense. And then they'll send it through appraisal. And then if everything comes back with appraisal, depending on what it is, sometimes appraisal may be a little too high. And it's up to me if I want to make that difference. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If it's nothing crazy, now I'll add a couple thousand to it. But if it's not, then, hey, man, let's get it going. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I'll call my bank up and that'll be the next step from there. So if somebody has bad credit right now, um, obviously they could go the creative route, but if the credit isn't the greatest, uh, but they want to start building business credit and their personal credit, what would you recommend for that person? And before you even say that, uh, you know, I am going to link, you know, again, check out Will's, uh, Will Roundtree's uh, podcast that I did with him because I talked about that up above right. and you can check that out. But what would you recommend? I recommend getting that credit right. You know, I, I, I knew how important that was before I even got in the game. And and it's because of, that's why mentorship is so important because before I got out here, I thought I knew about real estate, 
but I didn't really know about real estate. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really didn't know that the skies was the limit, how much I really, the potential I had to make each month until I got with Will and his team. So definitely I would, I would advise getting your personal credit right. This way you can get business credit and leverage it to get to the, to the bag. For, for sure. sure. For sure, man. So obviously we can't cover everything in a short period of time. Um, but I see you on Clubhouse a lot. Um, right. I, I know that you're providing value there as well. If our listeners wanted to get in contact with you, how should they do that? Um, you can follow me at ASON Guyton across all social media platforms. It's all the same, ASON Guyton. Okay. And I'm going to put all of that in the description box for you. And I'm also going to uh, make sure that you uh, check them out on Clubhouse as well, because mm -hmm. I'm telling you, this is where you're going to get the real value. You want to get your questions answered, go to, go to Clubhouse. When ASON is on, he, he'll be able to answer your questions for you live in yeah. person. Right. Indeed. So are you reading any books right now? I am, man. I got a bunch of them. Uh, 21 Laws. Uh, what's that? The 21 Laws of uh, if, uh, Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, something like that. Yeah. It's yeah. Matter of fact, I just heard about that book. Uh, who told me about it? Uh, one of my podcast guests last week told me told me about that book and I downloaded it. OK, yeah. Great book, man. Great book. Um, man, I'm always reading different books. Man, I'm going back to certain books, too. Um, the Power of Broke by uh, my man from Damian Shark Tank. John. Yeah, Damien John. I read that twice. But I'm reading it again for some reason. Yeah. I just refresh myself. And um, yeah, man, I'm always got a book open, man. You know, whenever I got downtown, for sure. For sure, man. So uh, the 21 Laws of Irrefutable something. I forgot the name of it. But I'll, I'll make sure that, that book is linked in the description box. Also, The Power of Broke, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man. Great books. Great so, Asan, man, if you had to give our listeners some last words, what would those last words be? Man, um, just to pull a trigger, man, like we could sometimes you could put yourself in a position where you you overlearn and you overthink mm. and you you overreading. Right. And then you're not putting no action behind none of the information that you're taking in. Now, knowledge is power. But, you know, I got to say it becomes powerless if we're not doing nothing with it. So, you know, get that information. Don't overdo it. Once you get enough and you think you, you, you know, you got enough to pull a trigger, start putting some action behind it. And then it's okay. If you fail, you fail. But at the end of the day, you just get back up. And you just keep that thing going, man. So. Right. You know what that's called? It's called failing forward, man. Fail Indeed. forward. Make mistakes. Pick yourself back up and keep going. You can only get better, right? Indeed, bro. Indeed. Right, man. Look, bro, I want to have you back sometime in the near future. Get a progress report, man. It's been a, a real pleasure. I know you got 65 units in less than three years. Absolutely. Anybody listening to this can do that. Would you agree? Indeed. And I mean, I didn't I didn't go to college. You know what I'm saying? Like, all I did was I studied the game and I refused to believe that we got to do it at a turtle space. You know what I mean? Not when there's so many different creative ways of financing. You know That's what I'm right. saying? And I, by how I be buying cash is the, the, the one I buy off cash and then I refinance right away because I already got them paid off. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to go the traditional way. I get them refinanced right away. So, like, it's so we could talk forever about, you know, right. how to acquire. Yeah, man. Sky's let me, the limit. Let me, let me ask you this, man, before we go. Mm -hmm. What's your goal? Like, what, what's the end goal for you? Yo, honestly, my end goal is to reach 100 units. And then by then, I want to kind of get into the development game. You know what I'm saying? Just to, just to see what it's about. I've been hearing a lot of great things. And it sounds real intriguing, man. And then I already did the math. At 100 units, I'll be in a real great position where I could finance a lot of the stuff myself. You know, hopefully yeah. I'm at roughly 50K a month. And that's, I'm, I'm okay with that. I could, I could do a lot of borrowing for myself at that point where I don't got to keep going to a lender. You know what I'm saying? So, 
yeah, I want to get to about a, a hundred units. I'm going to cross over to developing, get into like multi-family developing. Well, you you almost three quarters of the way there, man. You got what thirty five more units, and you'll be there, man. So that you should be able to do that in the next two years. You'll be Absolutely. good to go, man. That's the goal. That's well, look, the goal. Man, congrats on all your success, brother. And um, looking forward to having you again in the near future. Listen, everything that you guys heard on this podcast is extremely valid. Anybody can do what Asan did in less than three years. You know, I always tell you, it takes three to five years to build a real business. Asan did it in three years, and he's still going to his 100-property goal. Facts. If you guys get started, if you just start and not, you know, just take the information that you're listening to and not do anything with it, at the end of the day, you can get the success that you're looking for as well. But you have to take massive action in order to get massive results. Listen, it's been a real pleasure. Looking forward to seeing y'all on the next one. And I'll see you then. Peace. Appreciate you. Check out my website at reieducationacademy.com. To make it easy, you can just simply go to jamelgibbs.com or check out my YouTube page at youtube.com forward slash jamelgibbs. I'm all over the web whether it be on Facebook slash the Jamel Gibbs or on Instagram at Jamel Gibbs. I'm in LinkedIn as well. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Snapchat. Check out all of these platforms for daily content, weekly content, more content from Jamel Gibbs. But if you want to get more in depth, go to reieducationacademy.com. And that's how you can find out more about my training material and how you can get started investing in real estate today. Talk to you later.